Welcome to Easy in the Harness, stories, solutions, and strategies for safe, satisfying driving. My name is Corey Trout, and I am your host. Today, what we're going to be discussing are what I would term as the basic types of driving. So I've divided driving up into seven different categories, and all the styles of driving that occur are should be able to be put into one of these seven categories. So what we have to start with, I'm going to start on the draft horse end. So we have, and that's actually dropped into three different sections. We have draft as in agricultural logging. So this would be your first subset on the draft horse end would be agricultural and logging. So this would be your practical driving, pulling equipment, singles, teams, etc., and so forth. Some of the terms are a little different than what you'll hear on the pleasure and competition styles of driving. And that one specifically would be team versus pair. So on the draft horse end, a team is what we call two horses that are working together side by side. So other styles of hitches are usually made up of teams. You have, if you have four horses, you would refer to that as four up, and that's made up of two teams, one right in front of the other. You have six up, three teams, one, two, three, etc., and so forth. So each grouping of two horses is referred to as a team. On the pleasure and competition end of driving, a grouping of four horses would be referred to as a team, and then a grouping of two horses would be referred to as a pair. So four horses would be called a team, or four in hand, and then a, two horses together would be termed as a pair. And that's just the difference that's developed over time as the agricultural driving developed and then kind of more the pleasure carriage driving has developed. And in this style of driving, you have, you know, you have horses that are single, you have teams, you might even do a breast, like three and four breast. You typically don't do more than four breasts because that's really hard to turn. But one of the advantages of working a breast versus what we would term up would be that you're able to use just one set of lines. So if you have four breast horses, you've got all the lines are spliced into one set that you then hold in your hands and you've got less in your hands. If you are going up, so you've got one team in front of the other, usually you have to have a different set of lines for each team coming back so you have control over your steering and brakes. Continuing on, our next style of driving is also in the draft horse subset and I would call this show driving. So this would be in the ring, doing circles around a judge. The draft horse show driving is a lot different than the practical driving. It's about kind of flash and showing off. So you have harnesses that have a lot of what we call spots on them. And you, you can find spots on agricultural harnesses too. Some people just like to be shiny. But the spots refer to either chrome or stainless rivets, dots. Sometimes they're diamond shaped, sometimes they're circular, sometimes they're other shapes depending on you know who's making the harness, but they're on the harness and make it look more shiny and spiffy. I'm not sure if they really have a practical purpose other than looking cool. The draft horse showing also they use overchecks most of the time. That's a system of preventing the horse's head from dropping down too low, and it goes up over between the ears and down the front of the horse's face. They 
often use what we call as check bits. So you have the bit that you actually drive the horse off of, and then you have the check bit that independently prevents the horse from dropping its head. The shoeing on the draft horse show horses is a little, well, from my view, it's a little akin to what you see on saddlebreds and Morgans and other breeds that are doing kind of the saddle seat style of riding. So they are using the shoes often with pads and additional shaping and flares to them in order to encourage high knee and hawk action. So, so with the shoeing on these horses, they're basically trying to accentuate the horse's movement. They want to see these horses basically beat their elbows with their hooves and to pick them up super high and look flashy. The horses that do well in this, their build and action is different than your typical farm horse. They tend to be taller, leaner, narrower. They may still have big joints, some of them not so much, but they have a lot of action. So they have a lot of lift in the front, higher neck sets, and so forth. Now that said, a lot of the, or I'm, I'm aware of several of the hitches that do this high-end showing. They also use their horses on the manure spreader, so <laughs> they're not just doing shows, but you know, the the idea is that they want high action, they want to look good for the judge, and there's honestly a fair amount of money in this grouping here. There's, I think the payout for these shows ranges anywhere from 2500 to $50,000 for some of the shows. The next grouping I have underneath the draft horse umbrella is pulling competitions. So these are basically heavy loads, dead weight, a sledge or a wagon truck. The basic gist of it is you're pulling the load over a set distance. And whoever pulls the heaviest thing, the required distance, wins. So the next grouping would be draft pulling competitions. And I would divide these up into two additional ones. You have the heavy load pulling and then you have the log skids. So the heavy load pulling, you use a deadweight sledge or a wagon truck, whatever. You hook a, usually a team of horses to it and you try and pull the weight a set distance. The lap, and each time they do it, they add more weight to it. So the team that pulls the heaviest load, the set distance wins. And they do these, mostly it's draft horse teams, but you'll also see you know, draft ponies, you'll see mules, and they'll even do these all the way down to miniature horses. So if you can hook it up to a load and it can pull stuff, they'll do different divisions depending on the individual competition. Log skidding isn't as common or popular in the US. I think there's more interesting and complex competitions over in Europe. I'd love to see some of these things come over here. <laughs> but So log skidding is, competitions are in relationship to the skills that you would use in moving logs when you're logging with horses. So next up, I have what I'm terming as pleasure carriage driving. This refers to, you know, driving on trails around your neighborhood. I would also put commercial carriages under this umbrella. 
and there's also certain competitions so typically these would be some rail classes presentation classes where you're looking at you know how the vehicle and the harness and everything appears you're also looking at things like possibly just some uh, obstacle classes that you would do and things like that and then our next grouping I would label as competition driving you might also put it as performance driving so this would be dressage and combined driving events this stuff goes all the way up into the international level competitions the CDEs or combined driving events are basically if you're familiar with 3D eventing and riding that's basically what it is with carriage driving so it's a three-phase event usually at the upper levels it's three full days and sometimes they'll truncate it into a single day event and they'll call those just a driving trial or a horse driving trial and they'll have shorter versions of the marathon and cone section as well as the dressage but the combined driving events it's a three-day event the first day would be driven dressage so you're horse and driver horses and driver sometimes are judged on obedience suppleness etc and so forth driven dressage arena is 40 by 80 meters typically so if you think of your typical ridden dressage arena that is 20 by 60 meters or that would be 66 by 196 feet the driven dressage arena is much bigger <laughs> it is you could probably what fit two three ridden dressage arenas inside it now on the uh, with the VSCs or very small equines as they're also known as they often will use a slightly smaller dressage court but for the full-sized horses you're doing 40 by 80 or bigger for your dressage court for driven dressage so that's phase one phase two would be the marathon course and the marathon course is kind of equivalent to the cross-country course so you've got horses going through obstacles obviously you're not jumping anything because that would be a bit hazardous in a carriage but you're going through what they refer to as gates in each of the obstacles so they used to be called hazards I'm not sure if they're still using that term hazards but it's basically a series of openings that you maneuver your horse or horses and carriage through and you have to do them in a set order I think at the lower levels it's like four gates you have to go through for each obstacle and then up in the upper levels what is it eight to ten I'd have to look that up again but it's a lot of memorizing going around through each obstacle and then you have the distance in between the obstacles and it's basically testing the endurance of the horse and driver so these these obstacles are solid so if you hit them they don't knock over unlike the cones and this is where you've gotten the marathon carriages that have developed and they'll have things like brush cutter steps so they'll have a step in front of the wheel so if you do hit it you kind of slide off the obstacle and go around it rather than getting stuck or flipping over and then from there after the marathon course the final phase is the cones and the cones is basically equivalent to show jumping 
So you have each set of cones with a little ball on top, and if you knock the ball off, you get time penalties. So you take your vehicle and equines through the cones, and your goal is to not knock off any of the balls and do it in order and as fast as you can. So this tests that your horse still has gas in the tank after doing the marathon phase and that you can still be precise. So this is where you have um, the FEI level competitions. This is a type of driving they do internationally. And it's also what they do in the World Equestrian Games, if you're familiar with that. So it's basically kind of like the Horsey Olympics. And driving, specifically the combined driving events, is one of the events that occurs during the World Equestrian Games. So your national equine organizations would probably also be in charge of these competitions if your country does do international driving. Our next type of driving I would refer to as fine harness. This is the type of driving you will see more in breed shows and it's fairly popular among like saddlebreds, morgans, Arabs too, hackneys especially. And it's similar, like I said, with the draft show driving, they're wanting flash. And the fine harness especially, they have a different type of harness entirely than you would really want to use for regular driving or for, you know, performance driving or pleasure carriage driving. They, because the focus is on how the horse is moving, they kind of try and do as little harness as possible. So they have these really thin breast collars small traces, tiny little buckles, 99% um, of the time, and actually more than that, you have no breaching whatsoever, so the horse is stopping the vehicle off of the saddle instead of a breaching. And they want fancy movement, and they can get away without having a breaching because they're doing, you know, rail classes, flat surfaces, you know, a couple laps in each direction at the trot, road trot, etc. and so forth, and really lightweight vehicles. So this is a style of driving that's kind of doesn't serve more more practical purposes, <laughs> but it looks it it looks fancy, and that's. For those that do general horse showing, this is probably the type of driving they see most often. Especially in the big breed shows where you have, you know, a bunch of halter classes, riding classes, and they have one or two driving classes. My final division for the basic types of driving, I would call racing. So this is basically going fast. <laughs> kind of like flat racing and steeplechasing on the riding side, we have divisions on the driving side too. The one that most people are probably familiar with is the track racing that they do with standard grids primarily. So both the pacers and the trotters, you have, you know, really lightweight, sulky, race bike, whatever they want to call it. And the harnesses, you know, different type of harness. Usually it's a quick hitch anymore. So they have a little, the shafts on the vehicle just kind of pop into the saddle of the harness and that's it, away you go. So this is the type of harness racing that most people are familiar with. 
The next one you'll see more in a rodeo setting. So they have check wagon racing. This is usually teams of four horses and they're hooked to a check wagon, covered wagon type deal. And they're racing really fast with multiple people on the same track going. And so I believe this is something that you'll see at like the Cavalry Stampede in Canada and Bishop Mule Days, I think, does a check wagon race. And so it's kind of a niche type of driving racing. You'll also see people racing chariots. <laughs> and these will be, you know, pairs or four breast, I believe. And same deal, bunch of horses hooked together going fast. <laughs> The final type of racing is referred to as cutters, and I only know about this because I have relatives in Wyoming that do it. <laughs> so on the cutter racing, most of the horses are quarter horses, so like the classic harness track racing is standard bred horses, right? The cutters, it's usually a pair of horses hooked to something that does kind of look like a chariot, and they're basically drag racing. So they use a lot of quarter horses in these races because they're just going you know, straight out for a quarter mile as fast as they can. <laughs> and it's, it's more common in the uh, upper northwest of America. I actually don't know if it's really done anywhere else. <laughs> but maybe. I could be wrong. As I said, I, I only really know about it because I have family, distant family that does it up in Wyoming. So... That about does it. So to review, we have your draft for draft style agricultural and logging, so practical driving. You have your draft style show harnesses, all about the flash and fancy. You have draft style pulling competitions, whether it's log skidding or heavyweight stuff. You have pleasure carriage driving, trails, competitions, commercial carriages, stuff like that. Competitive driving, usually those are combined driving events, but also driven dressage. And then we have fine harness, which is, again, kind of like the draft horse show stuff about being flashy and shiny and having a horse that looks really spiffy going down the road. And then finally, the racing. I hope you found that informative. If I got something wrong or you have questions, feel free to ask. You can contact me through easyintheharness at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon site that we started so you can get the podcast early and also have access to additional information, videos, and other stuff pertaining to driving. And remember, you have freedom when you're easy in your harness. 